0: To removing the cape the place where perfectionists remove our superhero tapes and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles hats and masks we can pick them up at the end of the show but for now let's all relax time to get into the show Hey, superheroes, welcome back to the show. If you are new here, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you subscribe, share the show with your friends and family and stick around. If you are one of our returning superheroes, thank you so much for being committed and coming back after our break. I appreciate you. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to get into all the content we have planned and to just spend time in the superhero community. But right now we're not superheroes because what? We're not wearing our capes. Speaking of that, did you know that May is Mental Health Awareness Month? I believe that this is a cause we can all participate in. I'm not asking you to become an activist, share your story, or to do anything you aren't naturally led to do. What I am asking you to do is is to take care of yourself. Take breaks, even when you don't think you need them. Schedule time for you to do nothing except rest and recharge. It doesn't have to be something wrong or a situation that causes that moment to happen. Take my word for it. Besides, life can be hella challenging. Lastly, You probably have heard me say it before. The brain is an organ like all others in our bodies. We should take care of it the same way we take care of the rest of our body. If that means working out, seeking therapy, spending time with loved ones, traveling, going for a walk, sitting in the sun, whatever you need to be great, I support it. Know that we all need to be mentally healthy And I'm just someone working out my own journey while encouraging you to do the same. And just for clarity, I am no psychologist, no therapist, nothing like that. But taking care of your mental health does not mean you have a mental illness. It's just being healthy. That's all. We cool? So that's our challenge for the month. Okay? Pencil yourself in somewhere. Be a little selfish with taking care of yourself. All right, let's get into our conversation. So fair warning, today's chat might lead us to a vulnerable place, but remember, this is a safe space, right? Okay, I want to start by digging into why. I can hear you now. Why what, Ty? Well, I'm glad you asked. Why do we question whether or not we're good enough for something? whether it's a significant other, job, or success. Don't get me wrong. I understand there's a healthy level of introspection, humility, and self-reflection that we should practice in our daily lives, but I'm not referring to that in this moment. I'm speaking on the questions that will disable us in our actions and often cause us not to go after things that are really meant for us. Things we are sometimes overqualified for, yet we sit and think we don't measure up. Well, I have a few answers to the question of why, as well as some ways to fight this monster that tells us we are not good enough. My hope is that by the end of this episode, you will be able to confidently say, I am good enough. Okay, so the first reason I think we struggle with thinking that we are good enough is our inner critic. Let's take a deep dive with a personal story. A couple of years ago, I was in a session with my therapist and we were examining the issue and dealing with um, my inner critic. We're doing some inner child work and I encourage you if you have never done inner child work, I recommend it for everyone practice it with an expert do some research on it it's truly life-changing on how you will view your experiences that you've been through how you will view yourself and then how you'll continue to show up in this world okay so we were doing some inner child work and talking about the inner critic please hold as some aircraft is flying over So rude. All right. They're almost gone. That sounded real military-like, so I'm not going to talk too much trash. (laughs) Okay. I don't need to cry the problems in my life. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Back to what we're discussing, because this is a real, this is a real topic. Okay, focus. <laughs> All right. So, um, so if you've been listening to this show for any length of time, you know that I'm a recovering perfectionist. It's an everyday battle to try to defeat that mindset. So check out episode two if you want to hear more about that journey. So in that therapy session, I was telling my therapist that I often battle between being overly critical of myself when completing certain tasks and thinking that I don't meet the standard for the task, title, opportunity, or project. I've had these thoughts, though, about being a good wife, sister, daughter, friend, Businesswoman, professional, employee, no matter the title or responsibility I've had in my life, I've had moments of feeling inadequate or that I wasn't good enough at some point. My therapist began to ask me to go back to the first time I thought I wasn't good enough. That brought me back to childhood. She helped me realize that my inner child was holding on to that feeling It was not a thought that began with my original thoughts about myself. It was either in response to something another person did or said, or it was a means of protection. Now, if you're like me, you're probably wondering how a critical voice can be protective, in my case, it was protective because the child version of me remembered the feelings that came with disappointment. And in, in order to avoid these feelings, it sometimes kept me from making a bit move or two. Because if you don't make that move, there isn't the possibility of a disappointing outcome and the guarantee of not encountering those negative feelings. You follow me? I was floored when I had that realization and I've been on a corrective conquest since then. I had to tell my inner critic, I've got this and no matter the outcome, I will be good. Sometimes those disappointing feelings are just a part of our journey. That leads me right into the second reason many of us feel we aren't good enough our fear of failure the fear of failure can be quite crippling while this isn't everyone's experience some of us have found ourselves afraid of not taking the next step simply because it might not work you know what's often the truth those fears aren't even our own all the time sharing our dreams visions or desires with other people can be dangerous because we can find ourselves with new fears. Have you ever been excited to share a new goal with someone? Then after you tell them about it, you leave that call or meeting feeling discouraged? There's a healthy, I can feel some of you like nodding your head like, "Mm -hmm," or going back to that moment. I get it. There's a healthy level of precaution that we should take in life, but that's not what I'm referring to. You know the situations where a person would never take that leap of faith you are taking and now they're making you doubt whether or not you should do it. Now you have this fear of failure that isn't your own. It's disabling and has made you believe that you aren't good enough. You hear their voices and their reasons that they put out there And that's what rings in your ears. There are countless success stories where someone has told a person or given them reasons that a situation, a project, a business, a song, a movie idea, whatever it is, a career path wouldn't work. Sadly, fear is a greater contagion in our society than faith is. The last reason I believe we sometimes get stuck in believing we aren't good enough is comparison. Most of us are familiar with the quote, comparison is the thief of joy. It's so commonly used that we may miss the power in the words. Comparing our results to someone else keeps us from the ability of giving ourselves grace while we run our own journey. It also forces us to see the highlight reel of someone else's life while living the unedited version of our own. Highlight reels can be quite deceiving. Have you ever watched a movie because the preview was engaging, but the movie itself was pure trash? The promotion showed the best moments and you had the movie thinking it was worth your two and a half hours but at the end of it, you find yourself wanting to send an email to the producer asking for a refund. Now let's pause there for a second. Is it just me? Or are these movies getting longer and longer? Because it's become a, it's, it seems like it's becoming a standard that these movies are three hours long. Now that's just asking me to take a nap while I watch it. Am I by myself? Am I the only one that will fall asleep on a movie? Okay let me let me know don't make me feel bad <laughs> okay back to our subject the highlight reel of a person's life can be exactly like a movie trailer you will find yourself comparing the unedited life footage to a highlight reel that excludes all of the disappointments low lights and real everyday moments and because we're living in that comparison we think we aren't good enough when in reality, this person has trimmed down five years of their life to a 60 second reel and is making you feel inadequate. Comparison will truly steal your joy. Now, I don't proclaim to know all the answers, but I will share with you a few things that have helped me and are helping me with discovering that I am good enough. So the first one, embrace gratefulness. Take a moment to center yourself with gratitude. That can be all that you didn't even know that you needed. I've started to develop the habit of opening a note in my phone and just write all of the things that I am grateful for. I found that it helps me clear my mind from all of the negative clutter that was consuming me. It's a nice practice to have either at the end or beginning of the day. I prefer it at the beginning of my day as it helps me focus and gives me something to pull from throughout the day when moments get a little shaky. The second tip is to voice those feelings in a safe space. Find someone you can trust with your thoughts that you aren't good enough. Whether it's a significant other, friend, family, therapist, don't fight those feelings alone. The person that is assigned to help you through this season will know exactly how to guide you through those moments. It won't be heavy for them or a distraction. They will have the perfect words you need to hear while not minimizing what you are expressing. A conversation or three (laughs) with the right person can help you realize you are absolutely good enough and even more than you realize. Now, my last tip is twofold. Write a list of great things you have done and how awesome you are now. I know that this might be uncomfortable for some of us. I'm in that number. It still makes me a little weirded out at times. However, we have to remind ourselves who we are and how great we are. And if you're having trouble with coming up with things to put on that list, ask for input from your trusted circle. Brag on yourself. Sometimes we forget all that we have done because we get so caught up in the everyday throes of life. Sometimes we need to sit back and take a minute and put together our own highlight reel and remind us that we are absolutely good enough. Write down all the great things that you have done, all the reasons why you're amazing, all of your accomplishments, so that way you are looking at a mirror of affirmations and accomplishments. Today's inspirational story comes to us from violinist Joshua Bell. In 2007, he participated in an experiment conducted by the Washington Post. He performed outside of a Washington, D.C. metro station. He was dressed as an average person wearing a baseball hat as he played the violin. Over a thousand people passed by him and only seven stopped to listen. One person recognized him. He collected $32.17 from 27 people. Excluding the $20 from the woman who recognized him. What the people didn't know is that this was Grammy award winning Joshua Bell. He was a best selling artist who made his Carnegie Hall debut at 17. He has scored Oscar winning movie soundtracks. He's a big deal. He's absolutely good enough. However, If we were to judge the response from a few minutes of a performance outside of a train station, we might think otherwise. When the reality is, he was able to perform before and after this experiment and demand hundreds per ticket. If we take nothing else from Joshua Bell, take this lesson. Sometimes it's not us. It's simply the environment we are in. Repeat after me, I am good enough. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share with a friend or family member and follow us on social media at Removing the cake check out our website at www.removingthecate.com. Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smile's a little brighter. See you next week.